Good morning, everybody. Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com. Sorry if I'm hitting you. Um, <laughs> um, Taste Life Nutrition Radio is here because we do, we bring in amazing people who do amazing things, and I love to share them with you. Um, Melissa is one of those people who I'm like, you do really cool stuff, so we need to talk about it. And, um, you know, really the, the, the whole goal is to bring to you health in, or I'm sorry, truth in health and wellness, because we know that health and wellness is physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial, spiritual. It's all of the things, and all of the things are very important, and we want to try to, to do our best with those so we can live this big, full, huge, amazing life that we are are blessed to be here to live um, and then to serve others and you know the people who I bring on that really is their mission is to serve others and um, bring goodness and so Melissa thanks for being here thank you for having me yeah so I'm super excited to talk about what she does because it is a little bit unique Um, I know of it but I've not met any practitioners yet so I'm really excited about this um, so, but before we get started, as always, we start with gratitude. Gratitude can change the world. Um, gratitude in, is energetic. It is amazing. It can change our biochemistry, um, and it can make us. Uh, it can just make us better people. And really, that's we need a lot of that right now. <laughs> so, <clears throat> wow. Excuse me. First things first. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for all of my, we talk about seven generations, and I am grateful for all of my ancestors and all of everyone that has brought life into into, um, who has made me today and who Mm -hmm. is going to bring me forward to I love that. And so this code, this, you know, you're speaking my language, you know, when you're talking about generational health and, and our influence, our influence from our history and our influence moving forward. Um, so let's just go ahead. I, so what I'm grateful for, because I want to, I want to hit on that and make sure that everybody who maybe who hasn't heard this before really gets a feel for what we're talking about, because it's awesome sauce to say the least. Um, but my, what am I grateful for today? I'm grateful to, I'm grateful to finally be at the point where we're trying to, we're, we're starting to launch Soulful Conception <laughs> because it has been a long time coming. You still have an email that uh, is coming to you because I haven't gotten any, any of my emails out yet that, that you know, are, is, is to kind of explain the goal of it. And what's fun for me is that what Soulful Conception has evolved into, and I guess this is my time to give a little gratitude plug. I don't know. Um, but um, what we're doing is is bringing the best that we can to those, you know, women and couples who are looking to conceive um, and have healthy body, healthy baby, healthy pregnancy. But it's also has evolved into supporting practitioners and bringing practitioners together in order for us all to help people uh, these these people who are looking to conceive in whatever they need at the time, right? So I have a lot to give, 
but I can't give everything, and I don't have it all. I'd love to think I do, but I don't. <laughs> um, and so there are, there are amazing people like Melissa who have things to share that I don't know, um, and then I don't know how to give. And so I want to bring together um, my friend. Uh, you have not met her yet, I don't think. Her name is Joanna, Joanna Lynn. She's been on before. She's super cool. She's the one who talks about seven generations behind. Amazing. Yeah, good stuff. Um, but she has called it, and I just I have to give her the credit because it was so cool, but a clinic without walls. And it really is giving every, letting people decide what it is they, they need mm -hmm. in that point in time, right? And so the more I can share, the more practitioners out there doing cool things that I can share, and the more clients we have come in, all of us, the more people we can help and the more people, um, the more babies that we can bring into this world that are healthy and then that just continues to grow and creates that healthy future that we're looking for. So um, Soulful Conception is, is constantly evolving, although it hasn't even launched yet, but it is. Um, and look out for it very soon because so many cool people are going to be involved in this and I'm super stoked about it. So that's what I'm grateful for. So, go ahead. Beautiful. That's oh, <laughs> thanks. So just to start it off real quick before we get into what, you know, all the amazing things that you do and, you know, why you are and who you are and all of the fun stuff, what we're talking about is epigenetics. Epigenetics is just really quickly, so we have our, hum, our, our genome that was mapped out years ago and then we realized that there are locations on top of genes that have the ability to turn on and off and that was what creates genetic expression. And so these locations, these variants turn on and off based on lifestyle. It's everything that we do every day. So it's the food we eat and the exercise that we get or don't get. It's the, the stress that we're under or, or our abilities to you know, mitigate that stress. It's potentially, it's trauma, it's mindset, it's the negative self-talk or the positive self-talk. It's the toxicities in the air um, and the toxic burden that we carry. So. All of these things play a role in, uh, in these genetic variants turning on and off. And so what that does is it puts a lot of accountability on us, which is what we need, right? It's our responsibility to put healthy things in our mouth and healthy things on our body. And what that does is it affects, it has the ability to affect seven generations ahead, but who we are today is impacted by seven generations behind us. And so a lot of times we have a lot of things to work on because there are variants that were turned on, a lot of times trauma variants that are turned on um, that uh, impact us today. And so when we talk about this generational health, um, it's, it's this amazing, it's not a concept, but this amazing, uh, well, I guess concept, that is that puts the accountability and empowers us today to create generations of health. And we're in a sort of a shit show right now with all of this stuff going on with our health. So it's time for us to all stand up and say, okay, it's up to me, let's take care of it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so I've been doing a lot of talking. My apologies, I get on my little soapboxes. So. <laughs> accountability is such a big, there's so much importance in accountability. And even with my practice, you know, we have clients that come in and I 
and we might be, you know, caring and nurturing it, but the most optimal, most, the, the largest benefit that we, that I see is the accountability, mm-hmm. but they're putting mm-hmm. that power in their hands. Yes, yes. So that's, and undoing trauma uh-huh. that we carry, mm-hmm. trauma that we've had from our family, if it's in our hands to stop that trauma and to now take the in lessons that we have to reduce stress and yeah. to mm-hmm. pass it on to mm-hmm. our children who can pass it on to the seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 so um, sometimes it takes it takes taking that step back, I think, and and starting to try to understand. If there are things that you're dealing with, if there are things that you don't understand, if there are emotions that come up that you don't get, if there are habits and things, you know, whether it's food habits or exercising too much or Mm. uh, rage or whatever the case may be, taking that step back and thinking, you know, and asking yourself, what could this be? And maybe I talk a lot about people building their team which is again, you know, kind of why I do the show. It's why I, you know, want to do Soulful Conception. I want people to have a team. I want people to know that they have, they have resources, so many resources to go to if they're dealing with these, these things that they don't understand. I deal with things that I don't understand and I have to go to my people and say, Mm -hmm. help me figure this out. And so um, it's, it's, it is an awareness. It's very much a self-awareness and taking a step back and thinking and saying, what is it that I can do to get beyond whatever it is that's going on? Right? And it takes a village. It does. Mm-hmm. It absolutely does. You know, it, it, the biggest thing is having the best people who are not trying to do everything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> we can't. Yeah. <laughs> and, and giving them each of those people in that village the, the ability to be expert. Healing, mm-hmm. healing you in how you need that. So it's, yeah. you know, it, that's the biggest. Yeah, agreed. So let's dig in a little bit to you. And I always like, you know, I like, you know, however much of your story you want to share, you know, what excites you, what motivates you, what makes you, you know, do what you you do today. And then let's dig into what it is that you do, because you do some cool stuff. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my motivation is just, um, healing, like healing, mm-hmm. and very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the reduction in stress, and I think that then makes a better world, <laughs> happier people mm-hmm. equals a happier, less stressful world that we live in. Um, my 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 background. Um, I was raised with family. You know, my my family. Um, I was raised in a family that were practitioners. Um, my grandmother was a lawyer who wanted, who created a nonprofit that they actually did a movie on that was um, for a focus on healing. Um, they did a movie on it? They did a movie on her. Wow, that's yeah. super cool. And it was called Rethinking Cancer. Um, oh. and it was about, back then, this is back in the 70s, they didn't have, you know, they didn't have podcasts. They didn't mm-hmm. have any of them. So mm-hmm. she would come in with another practitioner and they would have um, weekly radio shows and they didn't have this before internet days. Mm-hmm. And they would so it's just local radio, right? Local mm-hmm. radio. Yep. 
Like, Go figure, local radio. <laughs> <laughs> and what was fascinating, people would call in that would have different um, different cancer diagnoses, and she would then have a, a network of providers to send them to. And they believed oh. in um, lymphatic drainage, so mm -hmm. they would give specific protocols. Um, but within those, they would have specialists. So that was one part. My uh, mother was a childbirth activist and poetry therapist and very hippie. <laughs> I was raised very hippie. Um, my aunt was also a functional doctor who worked with athletes. So my background was healing. Mm -hmm. um, and so that kind of set the precedent for me. Um, I did try to go into fashion because somehow it just felt like that yummy space within healing and with You said you fashion, is that what you said? Yeah. I love it, because every time I see you, like, she's so fashionable. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no. But it's funny, I, I kind of dabbled in that. I think growing up in New York, like, that was, mm -hmm. it, that was just, you kind of, the influence of fashion, and so that was my... And it's so fun. And it was fun. Mm -hmm. and fashion yeah. is just fun. I like clothes. You're, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had too much fun in school, so then <laughs> it didn't really work out for me. Yeah. Um, but, but then discovered that healing was more of my space. Um, my mother, who she was sick, and my father was also sick. Um, I found that I could heal them through massages. So I would, she had a migraine, I would heal her with that. If my father had pain in his muscles, I would be able to help that. Um, and so that was, it became more of a natural calling. Um, I found this, my aunt, on uh, my aunt's suggestion, found a school that was created, um, I think it was created by a commune. Um, it was oh. based on, it, so they taught a modality um, called AMA therapy. And um, to get into it, it it's very, the, we t they taught massage, but then they also taught a Korean lineage-based uh, therapy that was based on acupressure and meridians and more of a mind-body approach to healing. Um, and so that was my my focus. So yeah. Um, so th those have really influenced me working with moms. Um, I have worked. Oh, I've done work as a doula. Um, I was part of. The Doula Project, um, I, which is what um, it's actually a doula activist. Okay. okay, so for women that might have adoption or that need, might actually they're late term, like they might need that need um, that was it was actually in partnership with a hospital in New York, and they would provide and also Spence Chapin Adoption Agency. They would provide doulas to support them. Okay. Um, and so I was part of that training. Um, and then I worked as a doula. I was trained by Deborah Pascali Bernardo, who's done training in Bali. She does, um, she does, uh, she's written documents, documentaries. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also a certified prenatal massage therapist and a yoga teacher. So mm -hmm. all of that together. I love that. <laughs> it's, a lot. it's a lot, and so much of it goes so well together, right? It all mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was just 
kind of working where it felt right. I kind yep. of just follow, you know, falling into intuitively following direction that all just kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. I've taught massage um, and I've been licensed for over 20 years. Um, but a lot of the work that I do with my clients, each one of them, there is a very specific approach. No one comes in and is looked at, at you know, specifically with the, I don't really do a routine. Right. It's individualized. Everything mm-hmm. is individualized. So yeah. that, like you said, blueprint. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. look at, I, I, I sit down and we're doing the 20 to 30 minute analysis and breaking things down and figuring out what needs to be done to really customize that approach. Nice. Amazing. And I think that it's so important. I mean, that's what, you know, in this world of functional medicine, functional nutrition, holistic health, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, we can give it all of these names. There's so many different modalities in it, but it is about individualized care. And I think that that's something that um, anybody who's watching who who sees someone who just says, who, who's not treating you as an individual, who doesn't ask you questions, who just says, you know, sort of, you know, switches you off and says, hey, here's some medications, take those and see what happens. Um, you know, that's when you say, okay, I need to look outside of what I'm getting um, because we all deserve to have individualized care. We all deserve for um, practitioners, where whoever and whatever you practice, to look at you as someone with your needs that are different than anybody else's needs. Even if your cluster of symptoms might be the same as somebody else's, doesn't mean that it's the same thing. And it doesn't mean that you should be treated the same way as somebody else because you have your own history, your own genetics, your own traumas, your own lifestyle, right? So these are things that all have to be taken into consideration no matter what it is that you're trying to deal with, right? So individualized care is super, super important. Um, The big thing also is really inspiration. You have to have a practitioner who's inspired to learn because they're there to kind of guide you, to support yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to someone who is not inspired, you're not going to go home to be inspired to take care of yourself. And you can feel it when when practitioners have lost that inspiration. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, Mm -hmm. is as a practitioner, always learning, always always loving, being passionate about what you're doing because that's going to be taught. So even if you're feeling that lackluster, that can happen. Mm -hmm. Sure. It digests and look at what it is it's going to bring back to loving and what mm-hmm. part brings you back to what you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. because that roadblock sometimes, that's a learning, that's a, a, a learning step to kind of build up more. So sometimes that's a clue that you're taking to. Yeah, yeah, totally agree, totally agree. So yeah, w- you know, find your practitioner who, or practitioners, we all need multiple, <laughs> um, who who is there to serve you, you know, that's what we're here for, right? And I think no matter what industry we're in, we're here to serve um, in some fashion or another. You know, we all have things in missions and things that we're supposed to do. It's a matter of listening and and moving forward with whatever that mission is, right? Um, and and being excited about it. Find your find your happy. <laughs> <laughs> find your happy. Life is no fun if you're not happy. 
Um, I also know that when we don't feel well, it's hard for that to happen. Yeah. Right. And so find find your people who can help you find your happy and make you feel good because I mean that's again, you know, I I have been through my own junk as far as uh, chronic pain's concerned and I know that I had to do a lot of searching to find my happy. Um, and so that's that's what and that's what's brought me here, right? We all have our stories and our mm -hmm. history about how we get to where we are. Um, but that's, you know, I take it because it's it's good. It's good that it happened because it was a huge lesson. Yes. Right? Yeah. So the things that you do, you do so many things, but what I what you know what what I want to talk a little bit about is I guess my question is, you know, so I know visceral manipulation, we'll talk a little bit about that. But is that the same as abdominal massage? It it is abdominal yeah. So okay. it is abdominal massage. Um it's on a different approach. And I, a lot of the times we are, when we hear of abdominal massage, we think of Maya abdominal massage. Okay. But, so there's a, there is a difference. Um, I have a cold. <laughs> okay, I know, I get it. But, uh, there are a lot, a lot of colds going around. <laughs> um, but really what we're looking at is physically I'm massaging. But before you get on that table, there's that process. Okay. And that intake process of, again, sitting down, getting information from you. Where are you holding? You know, the, our muscles tell us a story. And if we're stressed, we're locking those muscles up. And it, it, because that's your life source, right? Mm -hmm. You're in, mm -hmm. in traditional Chinese medicine, which is what I do. You're, and that's the, that's actually the difference of Maya. Maya's based in Peru. Um, abdominal wound massage is more working with um, traditional Chinese medicine and working with your tantian. So that's your with your what? Your <laughs> tantian. <laughs> so messy. <laughs> I've not heard that term before. I love it. So the tantian is your life source. It's the source of life, right? It's it's the area where the where your um, mm. belly button is, yeah. as we call, um, where your umbilical cord lies, right? And so that's that where that connected you with your life source mm -hmm. in utero before you even came earthside, and then it's the first one that is cut, right? essentially makes you uh, uh, earth, you know, makes you human, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of, of now makes you into um, being being here. Your own human. Your own human. Instead of connected to another human. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And so to discount that that doesn't, when we're stressed, we're holding our energy in the center. So we can be locking our stomachs. A lot of people, when they're stressed out, they get, they get what's called, you know, this kind of like those twisted or knots in your stomach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so what the womb massage is, going back to your intake, we're sitting down, we're getting information based on what you're telling me, mm -hmm. and that's your intake form, and then getting information from that to see, are you connected? Are you feeling that? And then am I working, when you're on the table, am I feeling tension here? Am I working on acupressure points that are feeling hollow? Are they feeling full? Are they, what, what is the quality of those? And how am I going to bring 
if you need that connection, how am I going to reconnect you back to that life source and back to that energy center? How is that going to happen? And what do what needs to be done to get there? Um, do I just need to do some deep abdominal massage? And it, and it, it is more a lot of times with castor oil that I'm working on. Okay. Um, am I manipulating, just manipulating the points? Um, so there's three points that I work on um, specifically. Wait, I'm like very, very intimidated. Um, am I working, am I just working on those points? Do I need to add some heat? Do I need to add infrared? How do mm. I need to build on those points for you? Like what support do you need within those um, to get more circulation? To reduce stress, um, if it's not if it's an area where you're not where you're feeling knots, then that's your center of where that circulation air is twisting up when you're stressed out. So me doing deeper tissue massage is going to increase the circulation that's going to help to reduce the stress throughout your body. However, sometimes it, that stress and that inflammation can actually go into headaches and can mm -hmm. go into other parts of your body. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's, it, it might not, it might need a little bit more than just working. So it's really re a lot of breathing. Okay, so interesting. So I have a, a, a thought, and I hope that it's sort of a thought slash question, and I hope that I can say it clearly enough. Um, because you know what we know and what we talk about a lot, right, is we've got the gut and the brain are connected and they're connected via the, the vagal nerve, vagus nerve. Um, and so when I, my assumption is when you're doing the abdominal massage and or visceral manipulation, that that is also impacting the vagus nerve, which is impacting brain health and brain function and, 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 and gut function, period. Mm -hmm. you know, the ability to digest your food properly and utilize your nutrients properly, right? Right. Yeah. Um, in the uterus, right, in traditional Chinese medicine, the uterus is not necessarily an organ, but is connected to or we have channels, right? Mm -hmm. So the flow of your channels um, is where if there's a dysfunction and there isn't flowing, or one of the channels isn't flowing, then we start to have, um, we'll start to have symptoms or diseases mm -hmm. that those are things mm -hmm. those are telling us that there isn't a proper flow so, so listen to your body yes <laughs> yes listen to your body and it's okay if you're having write that down journal mm -hmm. but getting to your question in a super long way um yeah. yes that uterus that channel that's going to your uterus is sending is is providing that flow, that chi to your stomach, your spleen, your kidneys, and also your liver, um, as well as your heart. It's a it's a it's mm -hmm. your heart, um, and in turn, that circulation is feeding your your brain. Isn't necessarily um, a channel, but it does feed the circulation that goes to that brain. Okay. Yeah. That, that yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Um, so yes, all of that is related so yeah so I think when I think about this um, and I, I and I and part of the, the, the my thought is you know I want to make sure that we address this too because I think there are a lot of people who don't realize this that when they have surgeries 
surgeries, abdominal surgeries, that what can, I was in, um, I was in surgical devices for a while, so I sold surgical devices into the OR, and so it was all, it was a lot of, uh, there there was some bariatric surgeries, but most of it was uh, GYN surgeries, so it was women, you know, we're looking at, is there endometriosis, um, or, you know, all of these different things that are going on for, you know, kind of fact-finding, you know, with the, the, the devices that we used, and so what we would see a lot are adhesions. And mm-hmm. so I think women don't, don't realize a lot of the time when they are not feeling well here in the gut area, you know, they either had a surgery or, well, probably most of the time they had a surgery because it's the blood, right? It's the blood that creates the, the scar tissue, which is attaching to everything in there. You can have all of these adhesions that don't allow you to move properly. And so it's terribly uncomfortable, um, but I think a lot of women don't realize that that's what it is. And so what you do, and so it can al- that can also interfere with fertility. Right. Yes? yes. Yeah. Because it can attach to ovaries and to the uterus and to the bowels and to, to the, the lining of the stomach or the lining of the, uh, the abdominal cavity, right? Mm-hmm. All of these things that m- just makes things not function well when they're all tight together, right? <laughs> I'm not saying this well, but, um, and so what you do can help with that, right? Instead of having to go in and have them all clipped, but which is another surgery. Which, mm-hmm. And when we're looking at, when we're looking at work, right? The biggest thing, especially even with intake, the information that I'm getting is where is your trauma? That's trauma. Mm-hmm. Cutting any, cutting yes. any, whether it was a slip, fall, cutting, any of that is trauma to your body, whether you physically, mentally have mm-hmm. connected to that as trauma and associate that as trauma, or not your body, those cells, mm-hmm. that they believe that they need to be tight. They need to pr- support you. They're, pr- they're protecting you. Yeah. yeah. It's protection. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is, and with the protection, it's adding inflammation, so mm-hmm. that, and which is a huge, that's, mm-hmm. That could go be a whole <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so inflammation um, the adhesions the tightening up and the adhesions caused by scar tissue um, so th- that's lack of circulation mm-hmm. um, so all of that together what needs to happen then is and there's a number of things that can be done so the massage mm-hmm. one um, and I work in layers so probably the first month of doing more being in in that space, allowing your body, allowing me to work in, in deep tissue with mm-hmm. that space, mm-hmm. teaching you as a as a client how to massage mm-hmm. and do your own massage at home, which is really important. Uh, then, as we progress, um, casserole packs for detoxification mm-hmm. and elimination of those toxins and of the inflammation that's going to help to reduce that. Um, and then as that progresses, then we can get into infrared. We can even get into doing some claw shot, teaching how to do the claw shot and do cupping. Okay. Um, so we can get in deeper. Mm. So. so gua sha. It, gua sha, what I have in my, mi- in my mind right now, and tell me if this is right, because I'm seeing it everywhere now, I, I think, 
is what we're seeing is on the face, right? Yeah. It's using the stones or using the whatever it is that you use on your face to get rid of wrinkles, which I probably should start doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, my days, my days are just getting longer and I'm getting older. And <laughs> I just had my 51st birthday, so it's, it's a thank you. It, it's sitting on me that it's like, wow, it's crazy. Anyway, um, but that's what it is, right? It's these, these I don't even know how it works. I did not. I wish I had my still with me. Yeah, but um, it's essentially, essentially, it's well. I use an obsidian stone, um, and so you could actually they're like little stones. And in in originally in Chinese medicine, they used to use soup spoons or they used to use coins. Um, mm. Working physically, whether it's your face or whether that's on your back um, or on your stomach. Um, first, you're going to work manually, and then you're going to kind of try to see how pliable the muscles are, mm -hmm. manipulate them, and get them looser, and soften them. After that, we then scrape. And that scraping is going to, it's almost a detoxification. Okay. So it's going to help to lift up any toxins or any inflammation that's kind of trapped in your muscles that feel happy there when that happens. Mm -hmm. So you're working mm -hmm. on knots. Right? Those yeah. are areas that just aren't getting oh, circulation. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while to get those open. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, and that's the same thing with those adhesions in your stomach. Um, so sometimes it, it, it takes a while to open that circulation or open those knots. So what we're doing is we're scraping and then that lifts it up and you'll start to see um, what's called sha or that's the purplish streaks. Mm -hmm. You'll see those. Mm -hmm. And that lift, that means that it's now lifted up. Um, I then use a cupping just to kind of eliminate that further. So it's it's more detoxification. Okay. On your face, mm -hmm. we have we need more lymphatic drainage, mm -hmm. right? So that's where that's become really popular. But doing that on the face, um, like yeah, it's originally was used more. It's more of a detoxification okay. process. So interesting because I hadn't thought about it that way. But as you were describing it, I was like. This is all lymphatic, yeah. right? So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing about our lymphatic system, just for, um, and it, it, those of you who are watching, um, especially on our, you know, the social media platforms, if there are questions uh, that we might be able to ask, feel free to, to ask a question. Uh, we're gonna, we, I, I'm, I'm working on making this as interactive as I can. Uh, in a very slow, comfortable way, because <laughs> I'm not always very comfortable with some of these things. But the lymphatic system is sort of similar, in a sense, to our cardiovascular system, right? You've got all of these pathways and passages where where uh, lymph moves through, and it's how, how we get rid of toxins. But it doesn't have a heart, so in order, you know, to to make it move like our vascular system does, so. What is so important is movement. Mm. So we think about our calves when we're walking, our calves are pumping. And so our calves are, are, are moving, it's kind of like the heart, right? Moving that lymphatic system. And so if we're not moving, we're not moving the lymphatic system as we should and getting rid of toxins. Um, and I think that uh, you know a lot of our issues today is lymphatic stagnation. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's a big part of massage. It's a big part of what I do when I'm working. I have a company 
uh, who's been a sponsor of mine for a while, but it's Cellcor. Do you know Cellcor? That is the look. They're a great company. Yes. Um, so to back it up just a little bit, we have um, in functional medicine, functional nutrition, either the four R, the three R, the four R, the five R, right? And basically it's, it's getting rid of the things that aren't supposed to be there. So is it, you know, toxins, microbes, uh, mm -hmm. unhealthy relationships, all of the things. So it's, it's, it's getting rid of things and then it's replacing, repleting and repairing and all of these R's that we have. What's missing in that though, um, which Cellcor uh, promotes, and, and I just felt sort of have fallen in love with the way that they, they approach foundational health, right? It is, first you have to open up drainage pathways. Before you remove anything, before, you know, because microbes release toxins, and if you don't mm -hmm. have the ability to, to eliminate these toxins because you're all stagnant, then what's that gonna do? It's gonna create more problems, it's gonna create more symptoms, it's gonna make you really angry, and it's not gonna, your, your body's not gonna do the job that it is supposed to do. So um, understanding that starting with lymphatic drainage, um, what, in multiple manners, right? It can, you know, when I'm talking with uh, my clients about doing this, it's go get a, go get a, a, a lymphatic massage. Let's, and get on your rebounder. Right, mm. and I, I, my, my rebounder is under my desk, and so I have a standing desk, and so I'm on my rebounder all the time. <laughs> but anyway, I don't mean to just sort of take over, but um, anything you want to add to that, because it just is so, so important. Yeah, because you, like you're saying, you have to detoxify and not just take in. You can't keep on taking in, because then you're building. And if yeah. you're building in more, you're adding more and not releasing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that you can't be rejuvenated, which, right? So we have to be able to do that. It's so important. Um, do you do you think, and do you think that this also can help with emotional health? Yes. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I have noticed is as I help people go through a detox, and then I know that people who have had like. Um, massages around the liver or you know whatever it might be is which is you know our liver is a major detoxification organ there's a lot of emotion held in there and I would imagine and I don't know this because there's you there's so much of your world that I don't understand um, but that even just the lymphatic drainage you know all of that gets congested which means the liver is probably congested which means there's a lot of emotional junk yeah emotional stagnation and mm -hmm. In traditional Chinese medicine, the liver, the, each organ has its own emotion, and your liver is anger. So if there's, mm, so yep. if there can be anger caused by liver. So um, to be able to release that, mm -hmm. people, and mm -hmm. a lot of the times if you're holding in, you know, sometimes if you're holding in that anger, mm -hmm. then you start to see people with later on, they start to get sick. So being able to release that yeah. is so important. Yeah. Um, I'll tell people sometimes when we're going through a detox, yes, you can get flu symptoms, you can have some pain, you can have some fatigue, you can have some brain fog, but I tell them, you might get angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then really what I find more often than not is it's not really anger as much as it's edginess. Mm. People get edgy mm -hmm. when they are starting this detoxification process. Yeah. Um, there is, and maybe you know this, uh, do you know Mary Bell's facial and massage? What is that, Ursula? I don't know what that is. So Ursula's a friend of mine, um, uh, long, long time friends. And so 
she's uh, she's always joining us, which is amazing. But I don't know what Mary Bell's facial massage is, but good abdominal massage and facial massage is always yes. good for for wrinkles <laughs> and stagnation. <laughs> stagnation in the wrinkles. Ooh, I need to I need to work on these. They're making me angry. Anyway, which is my lover. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> Um, anyway, so what else can we see? I have your notes here, but I didn't do a very good job. There's a lot of stuff that we've talked about already. Um, what? So let's talk specific. I, I know this is something I was going to say a little while ago. Right now, we're talking a lot about um, women and women, you know, in their their preconception planning or their fertility struggles or whatever the case may be. But we also want to make sure I also I think we both want to make sure that this isn't only just about women, especially when it's coming to fertility. Um, men struggle with fertility issues as well. Fertility rates, I can't remember the exact number, so forgive me, but I believe um, fertility rates in men have dropped, is it 50 or 60% in either 20 or 30 years or something like that? It, it's an amazing that's number. And it's really scary. And it's not just fertility, but testosterone levels. Which is really, that's, if you think about the stress, mm -hmm. there's, I mean, mm -hmm. the stress levels, the things that are being put on skin, the, all of the, all of the, um, the things that lead to that, right? So it's, that's, that's really incredible. It is. It's really scary. Um, you know, I have a, um, I, I think that men need to be men and they need a lot of testosterone. <laughs> we're, we're seeing, we're seeing that, you know, with, um, yeah, with, you know, our endocrine disruptors, right? Mm -hmm. And so you were talking about what we're putting on our skin. So endocrine disruptors are essentially what's called xenoestrogens and metalloestrogens. They bind to our receptor sites. They're, they're not natural estrogens and they bind really, really tightly to our estrogen receptor sites in men and women. And it doesn't allow for our natural estrogen, which men also need to a much lesser extent than, than we need, but it doesn't allow our natural estrogen to do its job. And so endocrine disruptors are in the things that we're putting on our body. Um, what we, our, our hair, our deodorant, our lotion, our oil, shaving cream for men. Um, and then consider what you're cleaning your clothes with, consider what you are putting in your yard, what you're cleaning your home with. That's the thing that gets me too is I'm cleaning my home, but you're cleaning your home with toxic chemicals. Like, does that, is that really clean? I feel like it's maybe not. <laughs> I mean, not so much. So taking into consideration all of these things that you're purchasing, and if we start to think about these things and start, start, what is it? It's, you know, it's, it's a change, anyway, with our, it's, it's changing behavior with your pocketbook is really kind of what I mean. We stop buying the trash that's that's killing us and mm -hmm. you know affecting our bodies and, and creating this, this these massive toxic burdens on us. Um, then they're going to start making the things that are better for us. You know, the, it's maddening that most of the chemicals that are put in these products aren't even studied. It's isn't there is also a website called EW is it EWG no, EWG EWG Environmental Working Group um, which is an amazing resource so good really good point you can put in an ingredient whether it's food or in a body care product or you can put in a brand and not all of them I put in some pretty obscure ones that they're that aren't in there yet but 
um, most of them will, will they'll give you a rating. So, and it'll tell you why that rating's there and um, you know, what's car carcinogenic and what can you know, interfere with fertility and, and you know, all of these things. And these, these products that claim to be really good and healthy that people use all the time, and I'm gonna call one out because they, they really make me angry, it's Neutrogena. Um, everybody uses them and they claim to be super healthy and they are one of the most toxic uh, products out there. Um, so look them up. You know, don't just trust me. Go to environmental work. It's ewg.com, but it's environmental working group. Um, do your research, right? That's part of, of the accountability and part of, of, of finding the people who can help you who, who maybe already know. So you're not spending a bunch of time, right? I have a bookkeeper because I can't stand bookkeeping. So find the people who, who are there to help you. But, um, but know that marketing works and it also is uh, it's really been in a lot of ways really damaging and detrimental um, yeah another soapbox <laughs> <laughs> no but it, they, it, it's so easy like I think a lot of the times we're you know taking that home and it sounds sometimes it sounds like such a big thing where you have to get rid of everything in your closet or get rid of everything mm -hmm. that you're doing but there's actually there it's actually an app shopping with the EWG yeah they do have an app yeah which makes it so easy because mm -hmm. you can just scan and see whether it's good or not um, yeah another thing that you can Great do point. is which is really it is talking about with even with that in manual repetitive drainage having a, a roof buster up and doing dry brushing at, and yes having that like takes mm -hmm. about two minutes dry scrub mm -hmm. uh, and you can do do that before you take a shower in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, that's going because detoxification, whether that's on your skin, whether that's in your muscles, whether that's with what you're eating, those are things that really is so beneficial to do. Even years before you even thinking about, oh, yeah, getting your body into that mm -hmm. optimal, you know, position to be able to conceive or to be able to create mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. um, is so important. So agreed, agreed. You know, and that's that's part of I think you know our mission is taking that step back and and working to and, and just what am I trying to say? Taking a step back and not just saying okay, it's time to get pregnant. Let's just go do it. Yeah. Um, which is what happens a lot of the time. And what's happening? A lot of us are struggling because there are so many things that are uh, creating these barriers as far as our health is mm -hmm. concerned. Um, and so saying, okay, I'm going to take this time to prepare, to detoxify, to create new habits, to, to detoxify my home, right? And so you're right where, you know, a lot of people do get overwhelmed and have to do all of these things at one time. I mean, that's ideal. If, you're, if your home is full of, of toxicants, yeah, you probably want to do it all at one time. Or I'm wondering, like, <laughs> if it's creating, if it's really creating a toxic burden, just throw it away. It's not, it's yeah. not worth yeah. keeping it in your home. Some people are like, I bought it though, so I want to finish it. I get the mindset, but do you want to finish a toxic chemical or do you mm. want to throw it away? So think about it. You do you. I mean, yeah. that's what's important, <laughs> right? You got to do you and you got to do what you can do and, you know, move through each thing and start to, and the healthier things when it comes to chemicals, they're things that you can make in your home. It could be so easy. I mean, it's so easy and so cheap. And, and chemicals are not cheap. Well, actually, some of them are really cheap, but they're also toxic. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, but so, yeah, think about that. Um, think about just going through, you know, if you need help with that. That's something that I'm trying to do, and I haven't done it yet, but is have these um, these little freebie things that are, okay, these are the things in your home that you need to take out. These are the things in your um, body care that you need to mm-hmm. take out. These are the things in your food that you need to take out. So so we can get it out there, and I plan on th- that being part of soulful conception but um, as well. But so people just have that list, you know, let's get, throw the trash out and stop buying it. So they stop making it. (laughs) Because then you're holistically looking at how to take care of yourself. Yeah. The whole, yeah, and the whole Mm -hmm. about And your future. This toxic burden passes on. It passes on. And so, um, oh, hold on. Got a question here. Let's see. Do you recommend consuming... A specific oil or, or other items before and or after the abdominal massage to facilitate the effectiveness. Very good question. Um, mm-hmm. Only like I'm always using olive oil. Um, it's a very basic oil. Um, castor oil um, is really what I'm using on abdominal massage. Um, I'm pretty big into Edgar Casey um, castor oil, but there's other there's other types of uh, of castor oil. I would say if you're using it, make sure that it's in a darker bottle. You know, just yes, that's also really important. Mm-hmm. So um, oils easily oxi- uh, oxidize. <laughs> words, <laughs> words are working for me, but they easily oxidize, which makes them really toxic. And also, mm-hmm. we're adding heat. We're doing packs. Mm-hmm. So um, that's going into your liver because we're using that to warm it, to warm your womb, and to eliminate also into your liver and to help to, to eliminate. Um, so, making, so that's a great question, making sure that the quality and the type of oil that you're using is really important. Yeah, if you can get cheap oil, you can get cheap olive oil. You do not, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. You got to be so careful. And it stinks. You know, again, it goes back to, you know, what what companies do to, to make an extra buck, right? Um, and, you know, know, know your sources. You can have olive oil that is glass, right? Yeah. Because the plastic is going to, to leach out. And then you've got, you know, big plastic. Right, yeah. I mean, we, down, yeah. you could go on and on, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you really can. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, um, so yeah, because you're doing a lot of detoxification and you're increasing that circulation and, uh, and we're adding things that are warming. So like all of that, it's, it's super important, not just the points that we're working on, but yeah, the, 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 quality of oil that mm-hmm. you're using. Do you use essential oils? I assume you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of amazing. Um, that's one that I want to know more about. I use them, but all of the medicinal properties and things, they, they're, they're so cool. And I guess it's another thing, you know? Like <laughs> I, I, a lot of the work that I do, well, not a lot, the work, the work that I do is very immersive. Because um, I feel like that really helps you to mindscape, and that's a big mm-hmm. thing. Because once you're mindscaping and you're taught, like you're kind of led into that space of what it feels like to mindscape, it's a happy place. So mindscape, you just mean like just escaping, just getting away from the now and yeah, relaxing and de-stressing and 
that allows me intuitively to work on you mm-hmm. to see where your body now on this lev- on this other level um, is kind of taking me that we need to focus on um, and whether we need to work on your back or whether we need to work on bringing energy down to your feet whether we need to earth you or whether we need to kind of draw you up into those heavens um, is kind of telling me that information mm. so intuitively I'm able to read and feel for that um, also most in terms of just giving teaching you that space where that is how that feels um, letting go that's a hard part and that's in your mm-hmm. stomach too like let, not wanting to go mm-hmm. like giving feeling that space enough to be able to let go um, because that allows me to work stronger as a massage therapist um, and so what that means, mindscaping means, is when you come in, there's starlights in the room. I, I, if I could figure out My Little Pony, that would probably get in there. Um, but there's <laughs> <laughs> it's very whimsical. There's starlights. There's galaxies. There's uh, above the table, I have chakra lights okay. that are kind of emitting, and they have a lot of purposes. My, one of my friends um, who also has that, Michael, um, he's like, that's not, it should be closer, but just kind of immersing yourself and em- enveloping yourself in those lights um, is relaxing. The table's heated, so it's cozy. Mm-hmm. The music, I don't, to be able to turn off your brain, and, that, and sometimes we have that like monkey brain, and to shut yeah. that off, yeah. I have um, almost like trance like, like soundscape. Nice. So it, um, I'm really big on Buddha bar. Um, so it doesn't, it's not like a piano. That's, it's mm-hmm. you're, you're journeying out. Um, and then essential oils, mm-hmm. parts of your sight, your sound, and what you're smelling. And then with the peppermint. And then sometimes it has like a nice tingling effect mm-hmm. also. I know. I, I do, side note, because it's always funny to me, I'll do it in the little beads. Right, mm-hmm. the essential oil beads, um, and they always make me sneeze. Oh, <laughs> every time, <laughs> make me sneeze. Anyway, go ahead, because it, it's definitely it. It's it's. Uh, I don't know why, but it's 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 kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun, like trying that. Like uh-huh. like the senses. Yep. Yep. Cinnamon. That could be another. Mm-hmm. I even have Palo Santo, which is kind of cool. But like sometimes, if you've gone through something heavy and you need to just kind of remove that. Like what you feel, mm-hmm. you feel like might be like that energy, like that negative energy to shed that Palo Santo oil. Mm. Really great. Not that heard of that. So that's like okay. something that that's my new thing. I, I of course was not big of massage therapist lavender. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of that together, and then also your massage because mm-hmm. we're in that happy place yeah. fully, and and. Doing that, we're able to reduce the stress. We're able to increase circulation. We're able to regulate hormones. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that just the just reducing stress does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. It is. It just takes us back to the connectedness of our body, and then the connectedness. When you said um, earthing a little while ago, you know, to our connectedness to the earth, and then to each other, um, and how important it is. And though understanding that we're not beings that are um, 
little boxes, you know, heart box and a liver box and a brain box, and you know, it's all super connected. And it's important to understand that and important to be approached and to approach it that way, because if we, I mean, if we don't, then we're in, and it's not always a bad thing, but conventional medicine approaches things as in a box for the most part, right? They have their specialties, mm -hmm. and sometimes, most, a lot of times that's good, but a lot of times it's not. And so um, we need to make sure that we, whatever's happening, we do our best to understand how it's affecting the rest of the body. Yeah, yes. so true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want to make sure that people know, um, for one, is there if there's anything else that we didn't cover that you want to cover, how you can be found. Um, obviously, everything you do is hands-on. Do you do anything virtually? Can you do anything virtually? Um, I am starting to do, I just put aromatherapy on by request. Um, some clients have actually reached out, and it's a very specialized form of traditional Chinese medicine. Um, and so there have been a few people who have specifically requested it. Um, I have now, I'm now available to add that if you email me um, at therapy at gmail.com. Um, I can set up time for virtual consults. Um, and the difference of that would be that we're actually, instead of doing the body work, um, if you're out of state or further away, um, I could really do the consultation piece. And the consultation piece, we can actually break down and look at your tongue diagnosis, mm. look at even the quality that of your, um, it's called heavenly water, your menstruation. Um, look at the That's cup. heavenly water, That's huh? heavenly water. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I wish I had known that, you know, four years ago. <laughs> heavenly water. <laughs> Which is actually the same energy, the same chi, right? Prana, chi, as sperm. So we could actually look at those two. And, and, and not that I this, but write down the quality and I, based on the guidelines of what you're going to be looking for. Um, we could look at foods so that whether there's cold food or what what you're specifically eating, um, and then really line that up and see what what might be something that you might need to work on, whether there's a blood deficiency or whether there's a liver stagnation. So we're able to kind of put that together so that you could take that information and then get that bring that mm -hmm. to a profession a professional yeah like yourself or mm -hmm. a professional sure. to specialize in that information a yeah. little bit more in depth love that very yeah. cool good stuff um so thank you is there anything else you want to talk about that we missed um time goes fast it my practice is in arvada um and it's moss north jersey awesome perfect so um arvada is in colorado for those of you who are not in colorado so uh, we are we stream to the entire world, which is cool and hello. crazy. So hello world. Hello world. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm super grateful for your knowledge and your sharing, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to have you as a partner in in Soulful Conception and all of the amazing people who are going to be a part of this. I'm so stoked about it, and I keep talking about it, and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it's about, it's about there. So anyway, um, you can find me, of course, at tastelifenutrition.com. We're always streaming live here on KUHSDenver.com um, every Thursday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. 
You can go to my website, tastelikenutrition.com, and then I'm social media everywhere is Taste Like Nutrition. You can fill out a free assessment that um, I'll reach out to you personally, and we can chat about it. You can also just fill out the contact. We are doing some changes to the website that will include soulful consumption and, you know, some, some it's just going to be better. So working on that over the next week or so. So, um, but yeah, reach out. You know, my goal always, always with this show, with the people I bring on, with myself, is to be here to serve, to be a resource, um, and to help anybody I possibly can to live that amazing life that they were put here to live and to accomplish the goals that they're put here to accomplish. So uh, listen to your body, listen to whoever it is you listen to. I try to listen to God um, and uh, go and do and be well and have a lot of freaking fun at the same time. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) thanks everybody. Thanks Ursula as always and everybody on, uh, on your Instagram. And yeah, appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.